Welcome to the Hog Call Podcast. This is Chad. And this is Tim. Be sure to subscribe to the Hog Call on your favorite podcast directory. iTunes, Google Play, TuneIn, Stitcher, whatever you'd like, we're on them all. The Hog Call is only live, real-time, uncut, uncensored, Razorback podcast. Created by fans for fans. Friend us on Facebook at Hog Call Podcast or follow us on Twitter at Hog Call Podcast. Chad runs the Facebook page and Tim runs the Twitter page. Support the Hog Call Podcast by helping us spread the word. Give us a five-star rating and leave a comment, even if it's just Go Hogs. This will go a long way to allow other Razorback fans find the podcast more easily. If you'd like to throw a tip our way, you can support the podcast financially by clicking on the link in the show description. We're counting on fan support. Do you have something Hog Call Nation needs to hear? Leave a voicemail by clicking the link in the description below or send an email to hogcallpodcast.gmail.com. Well, it's good to get that mess out of the way. How's it going, Tim? All right, we're good. Alright guys, sorry about that. Uh, we had to jump off the air there for a second, do a little bit of uh, test and get this thing going. And uh, we're, we we got it. We're back at it. Uh, so, yeah, so some of that, uh, I think some of that didn't record, man. So, probably just got to start this thing right over again. <laughs> Which is just off the top of our head anyway, so it's not really, it's not really <laughs> that hard, right? No, it's not hard. I mean, look, we had a good first half. Oh, yeah. Uh, not a good second half. That's what it comes down to. But... Back to the Hog Call Podcast. You know, for an hour and a half, two hours, I felt I felt like we belonged in college football against the number four team in the nation. You know, it's just a, you know, crappy hand we were dealt playing, playing Georgia. Uh, number one defense mm-hmm. last year. A lot of guys returning. Um, but we played them, and we played them for a half, a little bit over. But after that, we just kept making mistakes on all three all three phases of the game. Special teams turned to mm-hmm. uh, turned to crap. Uh, offense just did not move worth a damn at all after. We opened the second half. I mean, we opened the second half, too, not just – I mean, a couple minutes into the second half, we scored a field goal. We did score points for the first time since the first quarter. So you're like, well, okay, we got points. We're up 10-5. You know, we can – you know, we've got this. You know, we can start scoring, and then everything went to hell. But I'm telling you, for two hours, (laughs) which is sad. I'll take it, man. Come on. I feel good about this week. Yeah, here's the thing about it. You know, I made a joke. You know, going into the podcast that nobody got to hear earlier because, you know, the technical difficulties were always like, hey, you know, we won, we beat Georgia. And, and Tim was like, oh, you didn't, you know, you didn't see the first half and all that stuff. And uh, it made a lot of sense because, or the second half, it made a lot of sense because, you know, we were in a situation where we looked like we could have won it in that first half. And uh, I thought, we had a chance coming back, and I think that, you know, we had, we had an opportunity to, to possibly get out there and win that game, but the defense just got so worn down. They just couldn't 
continue to hold uh, Georgia. And, you know, they did a good job for a while until they just couldn't anymore because they were gassed. And I think that's that's the one thing you got to worry about this year is, is are we going to get gassed? You know, I saw some things with Franks where he didn't fix that uh, issue he's got with pushing off his back foot. He threw that interception where he was taking that drop and threw it off his back foot and, and threw it right to the uh, Georgia player. And, you know, those kind of things kill you. But then at the same time, he did a lot of smart stuff too where, you know, he took a sack when he needed to and, and uh, you know, he didn't try to do too much. Uh, there were situations where, you know, he cost us from being scored on by managing the football game properly. So I was excited to see Franks' management of the game. I thought he did a really good job there. Um, I think, you know, we were getting open. We were passing the ball. We were moving it down the field even. Um, we just couldn't get that together and get in a rhythm with it, you know. And I think that, you know, you're going against the number one defense in the nation, right? So, obviously, it's going to be hard um, to get in a rhythm and make something happen. And then special teams were deplorable, you know. They were just really, really bad. So, for having a special teams coach this year, it got me, you know, fired up about it. I think that pretty much catches you up. I think that's where we were whenever we realized, you know, we were having those technical difficulties. So, you know, I think moving forward, you know, I think we got an opportunity to win some games. Yeah, I think that I saw some flashes of. Really good offense. I think that can be taken care of, and, and, and can, we can get better. I think our offense coordinator is going to get us there. And I saw a, a Barry Odom defense that was just stout and really exciting to watch, especially at first half. But we have to complement them with some kind of offense. We got to move the ball down the field, or that great defense. It, it, you know, they're just they're just going to get gassed, and and it's going to happen. So. You know, will we be in a shootout with Mississippi State, or will we go out there and hold them and and, and play a game like we played against Georgia, where we don't let them uh, score a lot? Yeah, and Miss, uh, Mississippi State had four turnovers. I mean, that first, I mean, it was seventeen to seventeen in the third quarter. It wasn't much of the shootout at first, mm-hmm. and then LSU drops the ball. Um, the air raid. It, I mean, if 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 they're moving, I mean, KJ Costello just watching a little bit what I could. Of that game, obviously, it was on during the same time as Arkansas game. Mm-hmm. Didn't get to watch any of it live, but tried to watch some, at least some of it since. And I mean, Costello, the quarterback, is just, just moving the, you know, that leech offense down the field. If we allow him to do that, I mean, our defense is going to get gassed again. We do get now Dorian Gerald might be out, or I don't, he didn't practice. Uh, I guess this morning or yesterday, but you do get. Uh, Soli back on the on the defensive line, and Fouché um, is going to be full go this week at safety to help. And then I think uh, McClellan and um, Devin Bush are back on the defensive back. So you get three three defensive players back, um, really four if you can include Fouché. So mm-hmm. that'll help with some depth and 
some of those guys, Monteric Brown, I mean, a lot of those guys were staying out there quite a bit of the game. And Georgia just – we just couldn't couldn't hang, man, but they didn't get a lot of rest. Yeah. I mean, we did get out there and, you know, and uh, and play some ball, though. I think, you know, that that's the important thing. I, I could tell – I could tell different. I mean, you just look at last two years, man, what they come back from, man. And then for very first game in the Pittman in this era, mm-hmm. you know, they're up, they're up on the number four team at halftime. And – you now you say, well, it's a weird year, you know, with everything going on. Yeah, but, you know, in the Pittman era, if we started the year off the very first game against number four Georgia, that'd be a packed house in Razorback Stadium if everything's good to go. And then we get the lead on that, like Georgia. I mean, what's saying like that doesn't take you in, in college football in an atmosphere like that would have been if we were up playing like that. Maybe maybe we could pull, pull that game out. Man. So, but. Oh, yeah. But it is what it is, man. But I'm I'm still excited, man. I saw a different team than when I mean, we struggled with Portland State last year. And you look at that, are we a better team than we were last year? Like just going off of looking at the very first game. Mm-hmm. Do you think this team would have beat we should have been playing Nevada? Do you think that team you saw Saturday against Georgia could have beat Nevada? I, I mean Nevada they would crush them. They would crush them. I mean, yeah. yeah. I think, they would destroy them, I think. Look, we told we saw a totally different team than we've seen in a while. This isn't the Arkansas Razorbacks of the past. This is the Pittman era, Arkansas Razorbacks. I feel like we have an identity, you know. Um, yeah. It's not necessarily the identity, you know, an offense that I would like to have, but I think we do have an identity. You know, you see us we're we're uh, doing a huddle up fast offense. It's not a super fast tempo, but it's a it's a quick tempo. It's moving it down the field. Uh, you know we we are uh, running that uh, pistol type formation sometimes and running out of shotgun a lot. So you know I don't know. It's it's an okay you know style of ball. It's just not what I would like to see. Not what I'm used to at the University of Arkansas. And I think maybe a reason we're not seeing Rakeem Boyd be utilized the way he could be with you know not having a backfield that has a power eye set or something like that where you can, you know, where you can run the ball. But maybe maybe they don't feel like our offensive line can play that type of ball. So maybe they've adjusted the football to the personnel and their size. Yeah, uh, I mean, that's probably a lot of it. I mean, you know, Pim try to recruit heavier offensive linemen. They're trying to get back to the physical after Morris got the offensive lineman to lose weight and try to be more of a quicker team, but you still saw the quarterback sit there for uh, long periods of time at the, and never was. I mean, they didn't huddle, but they just sat there. And, you know, at first, Felipe, I thought when we were, this guy was going hand-in-hand, hand, we were moving the ball. He was in a rhythm, and he was getting up to line and snapping it a lot mm-hmm. quicker than we were the last couple of years trying to do uh, anything like that. But it seemed like we just slowed down and, I don't know, just got out of rhythm. Yeah, but yeah, but Boyd Boyd only had 15 touches. He had 11 carries, 22 yards, and then a long of five yards. And then he had four catches for eight yards. Um, so only 15 touches. I know uh, Pittman earlier had said he wanted some 20 to 30 care. I mean, touches. You know, mm-hmm. again, that's that's not that's half of half of what you what he's wanting to do. So got to figure out better ways to get him the ball. I mean, look, he's got eight touchdowns right now. We got to make that like. 
Mm-hmm. 28, Yeah, he needs to have a – what was it, a couple years ago playing Mississippi State when Raleigh Williams had five or six touchdowns, mm-hmm. like 300 yards. That's the kind of game Boyd needs to have against Mississippi State. I mean, it's a Mike Leach team. I don't care if – I mean, they had – it's a pretty good amount for them, seven sacks against LSU. LSU couldn't run the ball real well. Mm-hmm. But LSU ain't in it this year as much as they're – you know what I mean? That's not the LSU – they definitely didn't have the home crowd. Couldn't seem to do that. I mean, still a Mike Leach team, which is going to have a defense that we can run through. Yeah. Just my thought. I mean, I can't, though. I mean, I mean, look, there's. Felipe Franks has 13 yards running the ball down the field, right? So we need to get more, you know, we need to get him involved a little bit more, too, you know? Yeah, I mean, it was nice to see him. Um, Having you know seven, uh, one of his long seven yards for first down and trying to get him out there. Mm-hmm. Um, and Traylon Smith looked looked pretty good when he when he did touch the ball. Six carries for thirty eight yards for six six point three yard carry. So Traylon Smith might be earning some some more chances. Oh yeah, I think it that would be nice to see. You know, I don't know. We've we got it really. Decent. We had we had a decent game. I guess that's what I got to say. Especially that first half. In the second half, you know, some of those points were trash points towards the end of the game. You know, and uh, <laughs> I I just think that we just got gassed and just just couldn't just couldn't keep it up. Because it, I don't know. Do you think that we lost spirit? Do you think that we? You know, we got scored on and kind of was like, oh, man, we just can't. You know, do you think that was part of it? Because the thing is, is when they started scoring, they didn't stop. You know, so it makes you wonder, you know. But I hope it was just like they just got gassed and and that's the – yeah, that seems to be the consensus. Yeah, because they said, I mean, how hard they played and they were still in it. You just got to – you got to think they didn't. But also with the program, I mean, there's no way to – you know, lie about it, man. We've lost twenty what twenty straight SEC games, mm-hmm. so we don't like that. We got a program's got to figure back out how to win, but we can, man. I mean, it's not that you know, it's a different era. I think Georgia was just damn good, and we're not that program yet. I mean, this is Kirby Smart's what fifth year there. He's been in the national championship game. Georgia was a good program before, like they they always Georgia's a good state for high school football, man. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's where we got to be, man. We're not. I mean. Nobody was kidding ourselves and thought we'd be there the very first game of the program. I thought I saw some some fighting the guys and just I'm I'm excited for this Saturday. I'm not dreading it. I don't care what Mississippi State did to LSU. I'm I'm excited to see what we do. Just based on competing with Georgia. But yeah, it hurt. I mean I had some hog pressure, so it's not like it was a moral victory, especially right after the game. I know the case with you too. It's still hog pressure kicked in like wow. Yeah. I mean I I called you for during halftime, and I was like, "Oh man, we're gonna." I, mean, <laughs> I was like, "Can we do like, this?" Like, the adrenaline at that half. I mean, I remember that phone call. It's just like, "We're gonna do this," and it's just like felt the way we were playing at that moment. I like it was gonna happen. And it's kind of like a, it's kind of like a drug, man. It's just like, oh man, Razorback football doing good. You just like want more. Mm-hmm. Really disappointed. It is disappointing. You know, it's very disappointing. You know, so we can be on. We're honest about it. Well, Special teams. 
Traylon so, Smith with 38 yards, you know. Uh, Hammonds getting 14. Burks. You know, I mean, we just didn't put together any offense. And that was kind of – we get – that's embarrassing. We got to we got to do something on offense. We got to put something together. We got to figure it out. You know, I don't think here's one thing that you know I would normally be talking about right now that I'm not in the past years is that I didn't see a situation where I was like the coaches are really just debacling this and they're just doing stupid stuff and they're making stupid calls. We saw a young coach, a young head coach not take a timeout on a special team's uh, field goal that cost us a field goal. And it was just because he's he's just not used to managing the game. But there wasn't a bunch of horrible management. You know, that's one of those things that just kind of – it's like a pop-up situation, you know, and you just got to kind of deal with it on the fly. And it's not something you do a lot of as a – you know, assistant coach, right? So he'll get used to that. He'll get used to those calls and being able to do those things. And I don't say that's a major flaw from a coaching perspective. I see, I see that's an issue, right? But you don't see a bunch of those compiled on each other like we had in the past. Like I could have gone on and on about Morris for two hours and how horrible he was. Same thing with Bellama, right? And that's really the only complaint I have for the whole first half, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I mean, I, I thought I thought it looked good, man. I thought we had a flow, and I thought, really, you know, the team kind of took on his personality, just calm and just keep playing, man. Mm-hmm. But we were tough that first half. You just want to see some more urgency, man. I just, but I want them to get back out there. You know, they want to get back out there, and I really hope we we have a full roster this weekend. And That'll we want- help. We marked this game down as loss. We were expecting to lose it. If you're a Razorback fan, you were expecting to lose this game. Even though halftime, like Tim said, was just an amazing, that was like a drug, right? It's like a needle in your vein, man. That, that's just crazy, the feeling you had right then. And then you just get crushed in the second half. And that that, that that's really that's really frustrating. And we saw, I saw a, you know, never gets easier. I saw a writer uh, on Facebook. Uh, one of his articles. He's a NWA writer. I'm not going to say who it is. You can go look up the article if you want. But um, he basically said that you know they didn't do good and they sucked and we should admit that they sucked and we shouldn't you know be making excuses for them and uh said they just didn't have good offense the defense only looked good and and spurts which i would i wouldn't agree with that i think the defense looked good until they got gassed but then there's the question that i that rose earlier is did they get gassed or did they lose their heart right because that's one of the things that we've been seeing in the past you know you get scored on oh well we're gonna lose so just hang it up mm-hmm. It's hard to tell when you're going up against a team of that caliber. To me, that score was not a blowout score. That score was a good team fighting hard against one of the best teams in the nation. Yeah, I mean, hell, I mean, halfway through the third quarter too. 
I mean, I wouldn't say spurts if you held them to five points in that first, you know, mm-hmm. 36 minutes. I mean, I just, I mean, I know that I, I don't have any excuses. We're not good enough to beat George Ryder. There's no excuses. We're not good enough. We got to get better. We got a first year head coach. I mean, he coached in junior college like 30 years ago. But this is it. He's been an assistant coach. He's learned a lot. But yeah, he, I mean, I feel like we're in a hell of a lot. Players need to be better. But I feel like we're in a hell of a lot better position right now than we were last year at this time. Absolutely. I'm. That's what I'm like. I'm not. I'm not like what's going to happen. I just what's going to happen the rest of the year. I feel confident that based on. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm a homer. I'm a Razorback fan. I'm not going to apologize for that. I'm not going to apologize for being excited about the next game. Being fired up for a half when we led over the four teams seven to five. Hey, I'll be the first to come in here and and, cr- and burst your bubble on it, but we did it, and we played a good game, and we didn't get totally crushed or demolished. We didn't get embarrassed. It wasn't like a seventy-eight yeah. score or something like that. It wasn't like we got goose egged, you know. But can we do better? Yeah, I think we can. Well, you know what they say. The biggest jump is uh, from the first week to the next week in football. And that's when the te- you see the most improvement in a team. Um, every year you'll hear me say it. So, you know, we're fixing to make that leap. I don't know. I guess we should shout out a few of the guys on the defense. We really didn't talk about them too much or, or say their numbers. Boy, after a game, it's just so much. I mean, how can you fit everything? Like, we do this every <laughs> – Yeah, I know. So, I was just going to say, like, you know, Morgan did real good. Pool. Uh, pool, the hit. I'll tell, you, I'll tell you what, Chad. Sorry to interrupt. Yeah, on, go ahead. On, pool. on uh, Yeah, Morgan played – I mean, 13 tackles, man. He was all over the place. Mm-hmm. And Bumper Pool, um, that hit he had on the quarterback the, in the first quarter, on the first drive of Georgia's offense, just set the tone. Oh, Yeah. Set the tone for the defense from there. I felt on. like it set the tone for the year. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> I, agree. I like that. Yeah, absolutely. I I said when that happened right away, that was the hardest hit I've ever seen in a long time at the University of Arkansas football. What from a University of Arkansas football player? Like it's not the hardest I've ever seen, but it's the hardest I've seen in a very long time. It had heart and passion in it. He was yeah, ready yeah. to, he was ready to die for that hit. Right, like there was no pulling up or, or, or taking it easy. I mean, he drove all the way through on that hit, yeah. completely through. Great, great form tackle. Just nice and legal, man. I mean, <laughs> that's, a, that's a nice legal football hit. Hard. Made no helmet that didn't hit him in the helmet. Helmet to helmet. I mean, that was, I mean, but it just got you fired up. Like, all right, it was on third down too. And just, and he didn't. He like hit through him. He didn't hit at him or to him and pull up at all. He hit through him. He didn't stop until his feet had left the ground. And that's the kind of tackling I like to see. Yeah, there's some other, but that one, there's some other nice hits. And um, I thought, and especially before we got gassed again. Mm-hmm. I want to go or whatever I want to say before we got gassed. I mean, the tackling was was pretty good. In the open oh, field. Yeah. Once they once they made contact, they were down. We weren't missing tackles. Um, Catalan did real well. Yeah, yeah, he was all over the place. Williams and Jacobs. 
coming in at a tight seven tackles each. I mean, that they're out there doing their job. You know, even got Dort uh, Gerald coming in. You know, and, and getting a few. So, and then forcing a couple. I mean, Montero Brown had that big interception in the red zone. Mm-hmm. Um, Slusher picks up a fumble. Uh, yeah, Catalan made the hit. Catalan forced that fumble. Like you're talking about, he was all yeah. over the place. All over the place. Jacobs looked pretty good. I mean, it wasn't there until the end, you know. I mean, we held George – you know, we talked about George Pickens, who, you know, first team, all SEC. Um, we held him to four catches, but he did have 40 yards, and then he had that just a big touchdown. When it counted, um, he made a play. But for the most part, we just didn't allow him to uh, do a whole lot. And we didn't allow them to run between the tackles either for a team with 330-pound offensive linemen that by the end of the game were sound. Yeah, but, but it wasn't from the get go. I mean, we were we were stuffing them on big plays. You got Gerald with a sack, Williams with a sack, bumper pull with a hurry, and Gerald with a hurry too. So I mean, I mean that's Georgia, good. We're getting after Georgia a quarterback had, against Georgia, yeah. you know, and we already well, knew they were weak. Sorry. No, sorry. I was just saying to compare. I mean, we had three sacks. Georgia had two. So I mean, we did we. Yeah, I mean, we already knew they're weak at quarterback, right? So we're going out there and attacking that, and you can see it in the game plan. We're being aggressive, attacking the quarterback, making them throw the ball down the field, making them beat us with a pass, not just not just letting them run it all over on us. And that I felt like that kind of held true through the whole game. Yeah, I thought we did. I didn't. I didn't like it when we went into the quarters coverage though, and. You know, we allowed them to pick their way down the field a few times, and and I felt like it felt like it was that bend but don't break strategy yeah, that we used to see with Petrino, and I didn't like that. I know it was somewhat successful, but I, I've never cared for it. Yeah, I never cared for just like why why play any different than you. You know what I mean? Why why change up the strategy if the strategy's been working? Now you want to play different. You know what I mean? Keep doing what's working. Especially, yeah. Well, coach come in and he said after the game, he said, "Well, they had you backed up in the end zone a lot." And he said, "Well, there's a whole lot of field out in front of you when you're backed up." In the end zone. Exactly. So he was right. You know, there were things they could have done to stretch the field vertically more. I think is what he was trying to say with that statement. Um, yeah, I don't know that. I don't know you're ever going to get, you know, coach speak from Pittman. He just doesn't seem the kind of guy to, to do that. But I do what, think what, that's what he was trying to say is he wants to, you know, attack the field more vertically uh, in the next games to try to move the ball better down the field. And when we did, when we did attack ver- vertically, we had success. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, Pittman said uh I'm not going to blame the offense, but we can't have all the three and outs. Pretty much blaming the offense. Like he said, we had a – I mean, I think one of the press conferences earlier this week, he said, you know, we had a – like him and Brown sat down, you know, had to, had to talk about what are we going to do on offense because that was not much success in the game. It's crazy. Well, that game too, I mean, they just – it wasn't four straight touchdowns. At least for Georgia, that's what just happened. I mean, like it was just like quick. That's the. I mean, just like it, we worked so hard 
little bits of yard and then just bam, bam, bam. Mm-hmm. It felt like that game could have went our way still. Even though we lost it, it felt like, you know, we could have done some things different and, and probably won that game if we could put some points up in the first half. Like, if you could analyze that game and then replay it the next week, right, I think we could probably uh, be a little bit better. So it's it's, it's going to be exciting to see what we do going against the, you know, pirate or captain or whatever they call this guy over here. Bandwagon Joe. Oh, gosh. Did you see that? The bandwagon thing where he was like, if you want to get on a bandwagon, get on ours. Like, they ain't even got fans enough to just have fans. <laughs> they got to get out there and okay, beg, beg for, for people to get on the bandwagon at Mike Leach Bandwagon. Come on. Yeah, join the bandwagon. All right. Man. Nobody wants to be a Mississippi State fan. Nobody's going to come into it. Video yeah. is weak, man. And I gotta say, Arkansas fan, or you're not. We don't need no damn bandwagon. Yeah, and I replied to that video on the Hog Call Podcast Twitter that we're gonna beat Mississippi State fifty-one to twenty or something. I don't know if I believe us (laughs) kicking their ass that much. I I think we're gonna win after, especially after I saw that video. I'm like, we're kicking this guy's ass. He's got a big head about this damn LSU win. LSU's just not hundred percent into the season this year and feeling good. Death Valley ain't Death Valley down there. Um, I just think we're going to beat him. And I get a hog fan that says stop. And then another fan, I don't know, Mississippi State fan, uh, somebody lost 20 straight SEC games <laughs> talking shit. I was like, I don't need to talk to you. I was just saying, uh, looking forward to us. It's, uh, you know, looking forward to the game. Just made the game prediction early in the week. I ain't talking shit. I just, there's, and what the, I don't know what the Razorback fan is telling me to stop for. There's not going to ever be a time in my life that I'm not going to think we're going to beat Mississippi State. When they were number one with Dak uh, before they lost a couple games that season, when we went down there and played them to seven, beat them a second year. I didn't think we were going to lose. I still, still thought we'd beat Mississippi State. I'm not going to go against uh, when I was growing up and through through just the last few years, man, where we're beating Mississippi State nine out of ten years. That's how I'm always going to believe. And any Razorback fan that tells me to slow, slow down on this, I'm, I'm just not going to listen to it. We ain't slowing down. You know what we're going to do? We're going to put it in high gear and pass your ass up, man. That's crazy. I tell you what. Don't slow your roll. Keep it going. Support your hogs. Get out there and talk some crap to these other teams. Because that's what makes sports fun. That's what is exciting about sports. We don't like your teams. It helps you relieve anxiety. You ain't got to just hold it all in. You can let it out. I can't believe you said that. That's crazy. <laughs> That's crazy. I can't believe don't, it. Don't don't slow your roll. I don't know. I just have a feeling we're gonna win. We we'll get to that. I just uh, I don't know. There's a feeling after I saw the video too. I'm just like, all right. I can't wait for Saturday. Do you want to talk about our special teams at all? I mean, I know they were they were just horrible. You know what I mean? <laughs> Everything they did, but. I yeah, we, we should. had block, block punt 10 players on the field a couple of times on loud return yards. Um, one one field goal, 25-yard field goal, and that's the punting was okay, but then we allowed return yards to negate how okay they were. And, so. That's ridiculous, man. <sighs> that's all I have on the special teams. 
We should be better in it. Like we got a special teams coach, so hopefully we just need him to coach it up. What I'm hoping is we're just so horrible because we hadn't had a special teams coach for so long, and nobody's been doing it. So they just got to get back in the swing of it with the coach. Hopefully, hopefully that's what's going on. Hopefully we're just not going to continue to be horrible on special teams. It's just a great possibility that uh, we just might not have a good special teams. Because obviously the last staff did not put a lot of credence into special teams. He wasn't, you know, and he didn't even have a coordinator. I mean, what does that tell you? He didn't have a coordinator. He never had any, I mean, not even using any kind of starters or actually the better players on, on any of the special teams. Um, but yeah, I thought, I thought we'd be better. And that was not, I mean, we can't settle on a punter. They did okay, but just some of the things, I mean, for having a coordinator, you should be able to, you should not have the 10 players on the field more than once, especially to kill, kill some of these things, but it was just bad. I, I, I don't even know what to say. I agree. It was just horrible. Um, and we just got to get better. So that's that's our shout-out to the special teams. Get better. And we'll talk about you in a more favorable light in the next yeah. podcast. I promise. Yep. You just, just got to earn it. <laughs> earn it with a kick return for a touchdown right off the back. Win the toss. Pittman, elect to receive. Go out and let's score a touchdown. Mm-hmm. So we get a damn good game plan for the offense. For the first drive, already settled what we're going to do. No, we take it back, kick return for the touchdown, 100 yards. Now, that would that would set the tone. Exactly. No, I totally agree. Well, this going to be the 29th time we played Mississippi, Mississippi State. How about that? Number thirty next year. We're ahead. What's what's our record against them? Sixteen thirteen. Okay. Okay. Well, we really had a better lead on them there for most of my life until the last couple of years. What in the hell did Bielma and Morris do? Hopefully, I mean, hopefully it'll be seventeen thirteen. You know, we'll keep that lead. Even if we lose, we're not losing our lead against them, right? But yeah, well, we're going to start beating them. I mean, after it yeah, we want to pad that. And, yeah, we gotta get we gotta get Pittman. He can't start off zero and two. He's zero and one career record. Zero and one. Leach is one hundred forty and ninety. We gotta get Pittman to at least one to one this weekend. Get him his first win. Do you imagine that on like the celebration that's going to happen down in down in old start real? Oh, it's going to happen. Yeah, it, it's definitely going to happen. So, I'm, thank you for. I'm, I'm just believing it, man. I just got a good feeling about it. And yes, I know they beat number six in LSU at LSU. I don't care. I just still feel like they're going to have a letdown. It's Mississippi State. Yeah, no, it is. You know, we, we just got to go out there and we just got to we just got to win the game. And I think, you know, I think we can uh, win this one. But you know, I think I think we're going to have to. Shut down their passing game. You know, I think that's going to be important. I'm not sure if we're going to get in a shootout, but I, I would like to get in a shootout with them. I think that would be a fun game to watch where you just get out there and you're just both zooming the ball up and down the field, but you stay like two touchdowns ahead the whole time. Yeah. Just 
Bleach is all frustrated and upset and throwing his headset around and everything. You know how he gets. Oh, yeah. He gets to be a big old baby. Uh, (laughs) That'd be fun to watch him lose. (laughs) Like, if we beat him 65 to 48, you know, we give it 48s, but we score 65, I'm going to take it. You know what I mean? We win the game. I mean, I'm I'm, going to take a take an SEC win. I mean, I, I, I think we're going to have to score to outscore them. But I, th- I think the defense will have a good performance. But what does that really amount to in the, the score-wise? But we have to score. Yeah. That's why, like you're saying, to see a shootout would be – I'd love to see our offense just – Frank's rocking and rolling, boy, getting about 200 yards – did you know that nine different Razorbacks had their st- first career start against Georgia? Do you think about that? That's almost one whole I... side of the football team. Yeah. Wow. Oh, that's a good stat. Man. Kick us while we're down. I mean, that's all I can say about the SEC. These players are getting some experience. <laughs> the last couple Burks years. Burks going to get 100 yards. Burks is going to get 100 yards again. Watch. Yeah. Oh, Watch. Yeah. That's coming. Yeah. I know. Yeah. The receivers are good, though. Mitchell, watching him, is really good. Uh, Kylan Hill, the running back, he's he ran the ball seven times but got eight carries. He was a workhorse, hand the ball off to him last year, guy. And now they're. Barely, they barely even run the ball. Tell each plays it. I was hoping Hill would be mad at him for not being able to get the ball, but they've been able to get him the ball in the passing game. Mm-hmm. But, you know, also I guess uh, you know Bo Pelini was pretty stubborn in LSU and just never, never went with any kind of or much zone at all. You know, trying different things that the air raid. So it sounded like he was kind of stubborn and. He passed his time. A lot of people are calling him the uh, new John Chavis. Really? Just passed his time and can't get it done at all. I mean, he gave up 44 points to Mississippi State. It's crazy. We The deal... Yeah, you can't have the defense get tired and start to miss tackles. Like, you just got to – they're going to catch the ball, but just keep them with those when they just throw a short crossing route, stop them right there if they complete it. Mm-hmm. Just can't have a lot of missed tackles. Get a lot of yards after the catch. What if we shut them out? What if, what if we just, after that 600 yards record-breaking uh, – Performance by Costello, 600 yards in the next game. He might throw for 300, but just nothing. Or just like three points. That's what I was wanting to do. They scored 54 points on us. You think we're going to shut them out? I watched it live. (laughs) No, okay, okay, I don't really think that. I'm sure Mississippi State's going to be. I just don't. I just I think. You're right. Thanks for the memory. Thanks for bringing that up. You were there. You saw it. The only game you had to witness for yourself. You lucky son of a gun. Well, <laughs> it was I, bad enough on TV. I, well, we we kept scoring in that game, and I just kept thinking, oh, maybe we're gonna 
Maybe we're going to turn. How <laughs> stupid is that? Maybe we're going to turn the corner. You know, every. And then, not, and then it'd be like horrible stuff would happen. And then we'd score and it'd be like, oh man, that's it. That's it. This is, this is when we, <laughs> this is when we turn it around right here. That, that yeah. never happened. Um, you know, I don't know. I think, you know, we could put 24 points up on them last year. And we were, we were way worse football team last year. I think we hold them. I don't think they put 54 points on us. And I think we could still put up 24 points on them. So I think we hold them below 24 points. We can win this game. Yeah, I, I agree. I think. Uh, yeah, I just don't. It's probably not good if we do a lot of points. But if we give up, I'd like to see us give up less than Georgia that we gave up to Georgia. We got to keep the ball. We got to have the time of possession. Got to get some scores. Like we got to get a couple score lead. Just take the take the air out of the ball and not let them have it. Because you give them, if we keep the ball for so long, get a three and out. When the defense is fresh, get a turnover, and we make them pay for that. Don't give them many chances. You know we're going to keep them to twenty four. Mm-hmm. But we, yeah, offense has got to be better. You know that was Mississippi State's highest rank win in program history on the road. Wow. Well, I know ours is as high as you can go, number one, on the road because we beat a much better <laughs> LSU, LSU team in that same building when they were number one. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we did. Three hours. <laughs> we were the best team in the nation for three hours. Golly, that was fun. Got man, that wood, Tim. <laughs> oh, man, I miss those Wait. times. I do too. Oh, Boyd! Boyd's gonna have a big day, man. I want to see a long run. I want to see Boyd break break the middle. I just don't. There's just no reason. Like we're not gonna play another defense this year. Alabama included. That's as good as Georgia. It's only gonna get better. We might face some better offenses, but that was a hell of a fourth string quarterback. <laughs> It says here that Mississippi State only needs 2.42 minutes to make a touchdown once they get the ball. That's how long their drives last. 4.24 minutes? 2.42 minutes on average. That's how long their drives last. That's crazy. That is crazy. That's fast. And there wasn't any... Any scoring drives that were shorter than 50 yards either. But they had to at least go 50 yards, and then four times they went over 70 yards down the field. I think Felipe went, what, 80 yards on his first drive? So maybe not the, like his first long drive. Maybe not the first. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. We got the 7-0 lead, yeah. Yeah, for sure. That was a, that was a big drive. He's got to be better. He's a captain. So, was, I mean – him and boy, they gotta they gotta come out to get this get this win, get break the streak, get Pittman his first win, get on the right track. I'm thinking we kick their ass. I'm just, I'm just gonna go out and say it. Well, I hope we do. He's a two time national coach of the year. Mike Leach is. Hmm. Believe that. Hmm. One time at Texas Tech, and one time at Washington State, probably. 
Remember they locked that kid in the closet? Well. Nobody wants to talk about that. Everybody wants to talk about how cool he is and how he's a silly son of a gun when he talks to the you know, press and all the funny stuff he says. I don't want to talk about the abuse. <laughs> yeah, abuse and I don't know. I guess that didn't I guess that didn't go through, I guess. I guess they dropped the lawsuit or whatever, I think is what I read. Yeah. Well, yeah. I don't know about Mike Leach. That's why I couldn't I just did you I'm see? Did you see during the? Did you see during the COVID thing where he went in, and he was like, "Oh, I don't like the, you know, rebel flag, and I think the state should change that." And he went up there with Kiffin, and he was like goofing around like a like a kid or something with Kiffin and pulling his face mask off and everything else. Oh. And Kiffin's just it's so sitting cute. there getting bullied by him. He's <laughs> kind of like the Trump. I'm sorry. <laughs> I guess I shouldn't say that. But he's, he's a little like Trump, kind of way he bullies people and stuff. Yeah, a little bit. Go hand in hand. Uh, like something else. Oh yeah, and him tweeting out a picture of that noose. You know, right during when we were having a peaceful protest. But, <laughs> you know, oh, golly, that's crazy. Just like during that time, just like I, just, I really forgot about that. Picture of a noose. Just like, <laughs> I didn't know. I didn't think about it. Like, what the hell? What was you, you thinking? Know? What were you thinking? Like, still, like, why even? Why would you do that? Just a weirdo, man. <laughs> I don't. Yeah, right, uh, was that running back? It's not like, not like Leach. I mean, Leach didn't, definitely didn't come up with the idea to change the flag. But yeah, he's. I remember he was pulling it down and stuff. And Kevin's yeah. just like, what? Kevin's just like, man. It's like, leave me alone, basically. This. Whatever. I'm trying to I'm trying to play this character, this Mike Leach character. <laughs> exactly. It's office rocker, man. I don't you know what I mean? I don't know. He kicked LSU's ass. I, I like to see LSU get there get beat, so like but you know more you yeah. kinda of think about him as a person. Just like, I don't know. All right, now you have to wonder, is he the best coach? You know? Is he the best coach in the league right now? So Maybe one of the maybe, I mean, right now he's proved he's the best hire of the of the new SEC coaches. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know if he's the best coach overall in the league, but I think that's what I think that's I think that's what everybody wants to know, though, right? <laughs> well, I mean, he's you got, getting a shot. You got Nick, first time head coach. You got Nick, and you got his swole team and all that down there, but it's you know. Is he just winning because he can just get any recruits he wants at this point? Right? A lot to do with it, yeah. A lot to do with it. Or is he winning because of his, you know, coaching abilities? And then you get Leach that comes in and just takes to task LSU, one of the best teams in the SEC. Won the championship last year. That was their last. They went undefeated. (laughs) First game out, he comes in and whips them. Just whips them (laughs) up and down the field. Throws them all over the field. At their facilities. Oh, and then somebody comes out and they blame the uh, governor of Louisiana and say it was his fault because the capacity that he allowed in the stadium was too low. And it was his fault that, that they didn't win because if they had more people in there passing COVID around, 
They could win. You know what? <laughs> Just be happy. Some people got to go. I didn't think we were even going to play, let alone have any fans. Exactly. You got to be you got to be happy that it's happening and you got to be happy with what you got, you know? Start complaining about that. I mean, keep people safe. That's what I say. Keep them safe and if we can play some ball, let's play some ball while we're doing it, you know? I know this is how LSU fans probably don't think. God bless them. They've had a couple championships uh, in the last in the, in this century, you know. But if like if my team would have went fifteen and zero, like if Arkansas went fifteen and zero one year in football and won the national championship, I'm good with whatever happens the next next year. I'm probably not calling the governor and him. Mm-hmm. So. You know, we got to, uh, I guess we're going to have to deal with this Hill kid, right? Like, he's going to be the, you know, he's going to be the guy they're trying to run down our throats or whatnot. And I know a lot of people, you know, I don't know about you, you, but I've seen quite a few Leach games. I think he's an entertaining coach, and I like to to watch him. And when we were doing some hiring and stuff, I always thought, man, it would sure be nice to hire this guy instead of these bozos we got now. <laughs> and yeah. um you know looking at his style he does like to run the ball a lot of people don't think he likes to run the ball but he likes to run the ball they also likes to throw it around a lot so kind of he kind of has a balanced more of a balanced offense than you would think oh I mean, look it's proven i mean it's proven i mean he hadn't proven in sec yet but he's proven in the big 12 and pac 12 and just i mean 140 and 90 um, all the bowl games that he's been to. I mean, he's never competed for a national championship, but man, he's been a, his offense has always scored. I think, um, mm-hmm. I think last year against you, I mean, in the year before that, he goes 11 and 2. Um, and last year he had, I think, one of the games where it's just like between them and UCLA, it was 70, 72 to 68 or something, mm-hmm. something along those lines. <laughs> I mean, it's going to be entertaining. Um, to watch him in the SEC, I just hope we, I just hope we get to uh, score some points against him. But yeah, his offenses are entertaining, and they're going to put up points. I mean, just it just, you know what's coming, you know what they're doing, or you don't know exactly what they're doing, but you know the style they're going with, and good luck stopping it. Mm-hmm. When you look at you know how they score, what their drives look like, like right, and you start to take a look yeah. at their receivers. You know, you had you had a receiver that got about twenty yards, uh, then a, another receiver get thirty three yards, another one get twenty seven yards, uh, and a couple of a couple of guys that got five yards, three yards, stuff like that. So you can see they had some long passes, some long throws. They t- attacked downfield quite a bit, but they had a lot more. Little short throws, little three yards, eight yards, seven yards, mm-hmm. uh, even a little one yard pass over to Hill when he got demolished there. That was pretty fun to watch. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, you know they they toss it around a little bit, but then you you start looking at you know how they run the ball, and you see you know that you know they're getting you know they're breaking off sixty two. Uh, yard runs 47 yard runs 15 yard runs like they can break out a long run on you 
and not from just the same running back either. We're talking three different running backs. We're talking Hill, Gibson's, and Stevens. So when I say watch the run, I mean that's something we gotta we gotta we gotta be able to stop the run game, which we did good uh, last last game on that. But can we can we play better at the cornerback and the safety spot because that's where they wound up attacking us at. That's where we said our weakest spot was on the podcast prior. And I think you're going to see that again, where they're going to try to attack us downfield a lot. Yeah. That's why again, I'm glad to have those defensive backs with, with Bush and, um, Clellan and, um, uh, Fouché coming back. So we need them. Um, we need the more, um, we can do in the linebackers have got to play, play well again, pool and Morgan, mm-hmm. uh, and some of these, some of these other guys, man, they've got to really play well and get get Hill and some of these other guys, Mitchell, um, down to the ground. You know, they like a lot of the crossing, do a lot of picks and things. Um, and yeah, a lot of they don't they they will throw downfield. I saw that Costello throwing it down the sideline, but they they open it up with these short passes and uh, runs, and then they use the you know Hill. Mm-hmm. And marks in the passing game too, you know, with uh, with screens and um, you know, kind of near the line of scrimmages, mm-hmm. uh, little different types of short. So they just they work they work the field on us or on them. Oh yeah. yeah. Well, you know they they had they had Thomas Tommy Stevens, you know, out there throwing the ball, and uh, you know he did he did a decent job, you know, just getting out there and passing around. Or whatever, and you know, no interceptions, so can't ask for more than that. Against this last year, yeah, yeah, last year. Okay, okay. So, no, that was my fault. I, the whole time, I thought we were still talking. About- I was looking at the Mississippi State LSU box. And you were looking at the one Mississippi State score from last year. Oh, I just rolling through. I got like four or five things open here, so I was just kind of things. Yeah, no, you're good. And, and checking it out. But no, I was just talking about, you know, Stevens, who they rolled out there last year. Like I said, you know, throwing the ball around a little bit. So yeah. you can see that. Yeah, they 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 just all across the field. That was Morris's last Last SEC game, you know, mm-hmm. we got to witness. You and your family got to witness. It's a hell of a game. Yeah, it was a it was a damn mess. That's what it was. <laughs> so, you know, I don't know. You see a lot of it. You see, I think I think you'll see, you know, a little bit of differences, but I think you'll see a lot of similarities, you know, in the two coaches. Yeah, Morehead, man, he was here and then he was gone, wasn't he? Two years. And they told, I remember at the end of one of the games, they said, they're going to have to drag my Yankee ass out of here. And they did. They <laughs> just never was a good fit. Now they got Leach. I wouldn't rather than have Morehead. Oh, yeah, definitely. Uh, yeah, that's one thing with some of these coaching hires. Like, that gummit, man. Don't make the SEC any stronger. Thank goodness Jimbo hadn't panned out. Mm-hmm. Right, but that's just A&M being A&M. 
Yeah. Well, I think when you start, you look at that game last year, and you can see, like, they threw it around. They, they ran the ball a lot, right? They made a lot of different things happen. And you, you kind of take a look at <clears throat> what Leach has done out there and, and the game that he played, and you really see, you know, a lot of similarities there. But I think what you, what you, what, what you will hone in on there is the fact that they were, what, well, that threw the ball, I don't know, like, 40-something times, 48 times, something like that. It was some ridiculous amount that, you know, the ball was in the air against LSU. I mean, they were really really getting it down the field. So, 60. Uh, Mississippi State did, yeah. LSU threw it 46 times, which is crazy for them. Jeez. Yeah, no, Mississippi State, 60 passing attempts, 16 rushing attempts. That's crazy. That's crazy, man. Just really getting it down the field, right? But then when you start playing that, then we start attacking that pass and you start, you know, trying to take that away from them, that's when they run the ball on you, you know. And they kind of do a reverse of what you've normally seen where they open up the field with the pass and then run it, you know, after they spread you vertical. And then they're going to run it behind that, you know. Yeah, it's, I mean, man, it's, he's... He's yeah. been working this offense for a while, for years and years, and he knows exactly. I mean, because he's one of the few op- or head coaches that still call their own plays too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he said he was. He said he couldn't wear his, you know, his face mask over his face, right? Because he had to get out there and, you know, call his plays. And somebody asked him about it, and he was all like, "Well, do you like the way you know your breath smells?" and how do you feel about wearing your face mask? Like turned it all around on the reporter or whatnot who asked a question about why he didn't, you know, wear his face mask the right way. <laughs> Got something else, man. <laughs> oh yeah, he's it's only right whatever he thinks. He's always got some excuse. <laughs> I guess it's working for him. You know, whatever it is, I guess it's working for him. So I know they beat the number six team. I'd like to beat the number six team on the road. Oh yeah, I'd definitely take that. Well, I sure hope we win. I'm looking forward to it. I think there's a possibility we can get out there and win that game. You know, get out there and just play a real. Real hard game and do the best we can. Halfway decent chance, I think. Halfway decent chance. We might even have a improved special teams. Halfway decent special teams by the time we get out there and play them. What'd you say, man, first, or the biggest improvement from game one to game two? Does I mean, does that mean that Mississippi State can improve that much from game one to game two? I mean, that they're, <laughs> theoretically. <laughs> theoretically. <laughs> yep. Yep. Yeah, but you know, I don't know. They probably, they probably, they probably capped out. They probably is. <laughs> they maxed out on that one. <laughs> I mean, they probably ain't getting any for better. us though. For us, we can get better. Oh. I don't know, man. They got a decent defense coming back too. Yeah, they do. I mean, they still have a. <laughs> he hadn't had Leach hadn't had enough time to get his defense to be. You know, weaker. 
yeah, so I don't know. We'll see. I think, you know, I would say this defense is definitely nothing like we saw in the last defense. It's not that elite, you know, but uh, they're definitely in the top 40 college football defenses, yeah. you know. That's fair. I think that's fair. Put them in there. But not, mm-hmm. not somebody we can't move the ball against. No, I, I wouldn't think we would. They would cause us to, you know, as much grief as Georgia. They're definitely not a, a Georgia caliber. That's, you know, that's what we're. That's, that's, sounds simple, man, but it is. They're just. They're not Georgia. That's going to be the toughest defense. Mm-hmm. Not playing them again. Yeah, no, they're they're just. There's a much, you know, much much different team. You know, they're they're much more like us. You know, they're offensive linemen. You're looking at a 290, 300, you know. Um, so, they're not like massive offensive linemen. So, you got a lot better of a match with our team than you had with Georgia. Yeah. I agree. I, I think we've got a better chance to. Uh, really push them off the ball and get Boyd some. Just give him some kind of running room. Mm-hmm. I just, I just can't imagine him having another, another game where he gets averages two yards a carry. I just don't see that. What we've seen from him and better, um, you know, the offense line is going to get better. Mm-hmm. It's, you just got to imagine it will through through the season. Um, I think the guy we got to worry about the most on their defense is Kraft. You know, is 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 that safety? You know, he's 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 really good. He can get back there and make some picks happen. So you really want to keep the ball away from him as much as you can. Yeah, I know their uh, defensive line. They like to really move around a lot and uh, utilize twists and things. So mm-hmm. um, the D line's not bad either. It's not a bad. Uh, you know, they're not as big as Georgia. Um, their defense line was huge, of course. Mm-hmm. They got seven sacks against LSU. I mean, Crumdy's their probably the best player on the defensive line, right? And he had a really good year last year with coming away with you know several hurries and 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 uh, sacks and things like that. So that's just somebody that, that's somebody that you want to keep your eye on while you're watching the game. And like you said, when you see all those stunts and stuff, that's where he starts to, you know, yeah. he starts to shine on that. He's really fast, able to get around and, and do some things uh, that you wouldn't normally see. Yeah, I mean, yeah, they spread it around too. Um, let's see, uh, Spencer had two sacks, but for a lot of the, the other five were kind of spread out mm-hmm. along the line. Relay and Thompson and um, Wheat. Jones and Pickering. So these guys are, uh, yeah, they did. I think I saw a note in the Mississippi State that seven sacks was the most they've had in however so long. Well, you saw Forbes go out there and snag that interception and run it back. That was pretty fun. That was pretty, I kind of saw that on the highlight reel or whatnot. And uh, so, you know, you got to watch out for that. They're able to, they're able to pick the ball off. They're kind of ball hawks, you know. I feel like that's what I got from, you know, watching those highlights. Yeah, I mean, they forced uh, two of them on Brennan. Um, 
Mm-hmm. Like you said, Birch, uh, a 20 yard run. So I had taken to make moves with it. You don't want to give them a chance for us to throw another pick six. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, Furge also. Yeah, he did good. Forrest did good. They both had good games. Both corners. Yeah. When both your corner. When you got when you got two corners getting interceptions, that you know you're you're doing pretty well. Yeah. I think you, so. You think some of that was just luck? Like, he just got lucky and you know won that game. I, I just don't. I mean, I don't think lucky. But they think, I mean, they had to play. Can they play like that all 10 games this year? Mm-hmm. Was that just everything coming together and just really rock and rolling? I mean, they got a, they got a, uh, Costello was solid at Stanford. Um, he picked up on the offense quick. I know Leach said he spends, I mean, they spend a lot of time together, you know, I guess, since he's the Leach quarterback coach and head coach. And Leach is weird, man, but he's gotten into the mind of Costello and it, he knew the offense, ran it like he's been running for a couple of years. The leech has been good around about the last couple of years at Washington State, just turning, um, getting guys for one year and turning them into throwing for 4,000, 5,000 yards. That's crazy. I don't know. We got, you know, like you said, they got this totally different team. You know, so what's interesting is their wide receivers are all pretty short, you know, six one stuff like that. And, well, we talked about that last year and how, you know, we could, you know, attack those receivers with our, you know, taller <clears throat> safeties and corners and stuff like that and should be able to, you know, take advantage of them because they do kind of lack height, but, you know, we wasn't able to, we wasn't able to do that. Yeah, but the only one that really scares me is the Mitchell. He's 6'5", 210. He's mm-hmm. a guy that had seven, seven receptions, 183 yards, two touchdowns. So he's got the length, the height in him. Yeah, he can, he can definitely he's get up there and high guy. point it for sure. Yeah, he's he's a weapon for him. That's, that's a scary watching some of those highlights. But other than that, yeah, they've got a lot of six one guys that you don't want them getting open space, but it's far to getting up and up. Up and over you for a lot of balls. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and you, you know, you look at their line: three hundred, three hundred five, two fifty. You know, not not a huge line. You know, that's Sharp Smith Thompson. So, just yeah, definitely not as big as we faced last week. And that's just again. I know it's a mm-hmm. everything like that, but I want to see us get some more uh, more down to our level kind of team mm-hmm. exactly that defensive end they got that Tim's he's coming after you you know he, he's out there running around making some stuff happen in the backfield you know even though his stats don't look that good he he, he definitely made some stuff happen on the film yeah so I don't know I guess we're fixing to do this I fi- we're fixing to find out if we can win this mm-hmm. game that's for sure. Find out six thirty Saturday night. I'm ready to see. I'm ready to see what we got. Yeah, what we, we got a second week. You know, can we make that improvement? I think we can. 
I think we can. I think I think we can get out there and at least play these guys a really close, you know, a really close game, and uh, you know, just just get out there and and give them some give them some pains at least, you know, and make it a hard game that they have to struggle to win at least, and not just get out there and get beat. But at the same time, I'm ready for a win, and I feel like this is a game that you really need to win. You know, you got two coaches that are new to the league going up against each other. Uh, you just lost to, you know, Kirby Smart, a really good coach, really good team. Uh, fixing to play a team that's more on your caliber that just beat a really good LSU team. And you just really, this was really a time to, you know, where you could, you could say, okay, you know, we're going to turn it around right now, and this is going to be the win. And, and you can see that happening. Like, that's not far-fetched that we win this game. And it would be nice to win against a big-name coach. You know, it would be nice to get that, that win. We haven't had a win against a, you know, a decent coach in a very long time, honestly, of any caliber. No, we haven't. I mean, Pittman needs his first win. And why not against the Leach? You know, mm-hmm. who's, a, who's a proven coach? Why not get his first win, get that streak off of our back against a good coach? I'm ready for it. There's definitely a chance. I mean, Mississippi State's Mississippi State. They're beatable. I mean, hey, we we might go out there and lose. I mean, we've lost 20 straight SEC games. So right now, though, I feel pretty good about our chances. I just I just feel like everything can come together. This game is not lost. No, not lost at all. So, you know, and we're going against we're going against Costello, who we talked about earlier. Same guy, you know, that we went up against last year, and you know he he's missing some weapons, but I guess it didn't hurt him in the last in the last game. But he is missing some of his weapons, some of his uh, receivers didn't come back, you know, so. Yeah, besides Mitchell, I mean a lot of a lot of uh, new faces for him. Not much of a tight end um, presence either in their offense, but they do utilize Hill a lot in the passing game. We're gonna have to shut those down. Mm-hmm. Uh, love to see some three and outs. Just just make plays. Just just stifle them and just cut those drives down. Like just frustrate them and. Uh, you want to see that, and again, they turn the ball over four times, and still, so that they're they're capable of doing that. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. We'll see. We'll see what happens. I don't think their special teams is anything to, like, to worry about. Do you like? Do no, they have any superstars or anything? They got anybody that's gonna win the golden boot or whatever it is they give to <laughs> the Lou Groza Award? I don't know which one. Is that the punter or the kicker? Who's the kicker? Wow. Well, let me see what we see. All we know. Um, I'm not real sure. Mississippi State's a team that could just have about, but I don't know any. Brandon Ruiz, I mean, he was three for three, along with 43, five of five extra points. So he's a solid kicker. Mm-hmm. Um, did they punt the ball any? They punted it three times for an average of 45 yards a punt, so not bad. 
Not bad at all. All right. Well, um, I'm about ready to give my prediction. Are you? What was our last predictions? Run through what we had last time. Run through that. All right. Yours was Arkansas 24, Georgia 34. I was Arkansas 20, Georgia 31. That was our real. Okay. So, I mean, you had Georgia scoring 30, you know, 34, which is right about there, 37 that they did. Mm-hmm. You know, we just, we didn't score. So, yeah. we kind of expected Georgia to score in 30s. Both expected the offense to produce a little. Goodness. Well, <clears throat> you know, they're calling Pittman the pit boss. Pit boss, yeah. Yeah. I wish they called him the pit master. Pit master. Yeah, yeah. what? Well, yeah. who came up with pit boss? <laughs> boss hog. That's for sure. Right, he's got to prove. He's got to be. If he starts winning football games, he will be. Mm-hmm. Well, what do you think? What do you think this game's going to look like? What's your score prediction? All right. I got Arkansas. Arkansas. 41. Mm-hmm. Mississippi State. 27. You think the defense is going to show up and just hang in there on this one? Uh, 27 is still a lot of points. It's <sighs> too much. I want to give up less than that, but Golly. like enough to win. I think but we it, just stay in. I think we get up 21 to 7. I like your style when you're saying get up by a couple touchdowns and keep going. I think we get up 21 to 7, maybe 14 to nothing, and keep it going. Goodness. Yeah, that's gonna be that's gonna be tough. I I, I say, whew, man, I want. You know what I'm gonna say. Forty-two, forty-four. Arkansas. That's what I'm gonna say. Oh, you got Arkansas. Yeah. Arkansas's got the forty-four. Wow, that'd be crazy. What a game that would be. I could see that happening. I think we're going to get a shootout. I think Felipe's got something to prove. This is a game to do it, you know? Yeah, it is. It's a chance to do it. I mean, he still, you know, he threw for 200 yards. That seems like more than I even really remember. Uh, Burks had half of it. Um, nice to see Burks get his first career touchdown. Um, yeah, I think this is a game for Franks to show, like, hey, this, man, this is this is what we were doing. This is what we're here for each other for. You help us win, you know. We help you throw for 300 and have a chance at the NFL. But it starts Saturday. I think we're going to get set several touchdowns. We're going to miss an extra point, and we're going to kick a field goal. Just get get crazy. I mean, hell, our last game had a safety in it. Golly, that was wild. I did not expect that. I don't know. I don't know if we'll win this one. That that's what I that's what I hope. I hope we do. I felt I think I didn't I pick us to win this. 
What did I yeah, pick up again? The season. Yeah. Before the season? Yeah. I can't go back on that. I got to stick no. with that, you know? I'm with that, yeah. <laughs> what about, uh, what about our other picks? Should we do those? Yeah. Um, so last week we both went seven and seven. So you're currently, that makes you 29. And 14 on the year. That makes me 26 and 17. So I'm still still behind you by three. Um, but yeah, let's get rolling. All right, the first game, South Carolina, Florida. Florida. Yeah, I'll go with Florida too. Florida looked pretty good against Ole Miss, didn't they? Um, let's go. Well, they're playing Ole Miss. <laughs> <laughs> they look pretty good. Well, yeah, they one guy can touchdowns, yeah. Um, TCU, Texas. Oh, uh, TCU? Why you do that? You know I ain't going to pick Texas, man. <laughs> I'll go TCU. I, can't, I don't even. Well, Texas Tech, also, we picked them pretty big underdog last week. They were up two touchdowns. I was like, well, we were right about that one. And then they blew the, blew the lead. Golly. Texas. DCU, they got a better coach. They'll finish it. Um, Missouri, Tennessee. Missouri. Missouri. I'll go yeah. Tennessee. Um, let's go Baylor, West Virginia. West Virginia. I'll go West Virginia, too. Um, Texas A&M, Alabama. Yeah, that's a tough one. Golly. I'm going to go Bama. Think Jimbo's going to pull that one out? No, hell no, he's not. I'm going Bama. <laughs> I was like, I'll put you down. I need some wins here. We're going well. Uh, all right. Uh, shoot. Memphis SMU. Hmm. Memphis. I'll go different and go S and um, see here. Ole Miss, Kentucky. Kentucky. They're supposed to have a good team this year, they say. Yeah. I thought they were gonna beat Auburn and then they they pretty much just as good as us, I guess, had a lead in the, well, they didn't have a lead throughout the first half, but we did. Blew in the second second half. All right, how about Navy Air Force? Hmm. Navy. I'm gonna go. Okay, I'll go. I'll go Air Force. Um, Auburn, Georgia. Auburn, Georgia. Huh. Georgia. Yeah. Yeah. Georgia's definitely gonna beat them. Yeah. Yeah. I got. I got the same feeling. I think. Of course, Georgia's I can't gonna... believe they won that. I was like, oh yeah, look, they're gonna lose this. Curse of Chad, you know, following him around. <laughs> they accidentally pulled that out. <laughs> yeah, I don't think uh, I don't think they're going to go to Georgia with Chad Morris. Anything to do with that team, go down and beat that Georgia team. We'll see, you know. But I got Georgia myself. Um, Oklahoma, Iowa State. Oklahoma. 
Yeah, I think Oklahoma rebounds. Um, LSU Vanderbilt. Uh, LSU. Yeah, poor old Vanderbilt. <laughs> they no man, A and M. I couldn't believe this because I I stopped. I was done watching watching most of college football after the Arkansas had the hog pressure. I didn't even realize that day or sometime that afternoon or night that A and M beat Vanderbilt seventeen to twelve. Struggled with Vanderbilt. Seventeen to twelve? They almost lost to Vanderbilt. That's fucking ridiculous, man. <laughs> uh Virginia Clemson. Clemson. Yeah, I'll go Clemson too. Wow, and that's it. There's not a lot of games. So, and we got we, an NFL game that got, you know, messed up. So that was crazy. Yeah, there's some there's some postponements in college football, but they, for the most part, I guess, kept, kept on rolling, haven't they? Yep. So hey, I think the uh, what the fantasy league's like what halfway full or whatever. So go out there and, and join up the fantasy league. So we can get this thing filled up. I think we're going to draft like on Friday or something or Sunday or something like that. Don't you think? Probably Sunday, right? That'd be good. Watch the games, draft Sunday. Yeah, we'll definitely do it soon. There's still some days left. I mean, there's plenty of um, time. It's October, but the season was kind of moved. So we got plenty of time. Uh, some of the other conferences are coming on board as well. But let's get the team. Let's start playing this weekend or next weekend at least. There's Absolutely. plenty of season. No, no cost to you. You can win 30 bucks. Win 30 bucks or a t-shirt. Second place pulls in a t-shirt. And those are sweet t-shirts. Matter of fact, you need to go ahead and jump on the website. Click the little t-shirt button on the right-hand side. Pick the one out you want and have it shipped to your house. Uh, I got a nice. new one coming in the mail. I'm excited about it. Wore my old one last week. So, got to get you a t-shirt. Got to get it all set up. Yeah. They look good. They feel good. 1909 National Champions. Yeah, they're nice. They're nice. And even even though it talks about hog call on there, it's really about the 1909 National Championship. And think about how sweet it would be to walk into your place of business, wherever it might be, and you got that 1909 National Championship roster right on the back of your shirt, the schedule with the scores and everything. You got the... You got the other team's mascots on there just getting demolished. You know, every single one of them. Yeah, some of my favorites just shutting out LSU and whipping Oklahoma, Wichita State. And Say an odd team. team like Wichita State. Like, you don't normally <laughs> play State. them, you know? They don't, even, they don't even play football. I, don't, I mean, they play basketball and baseball, I know, but they don't even – but yeah, we've got a store. We've got we've got good looking stuff. But those nineteen oh nine championship shirts are, are. I mean, you can have a mug, um, but the shirts look good. Socks look good. I'm thinking about getting a hoodie. The hoodie is uh, the pullover. Think about getting a red one. They advertise on the website. It's like twenty nine bucks. That's a good deal. You know, it's getting chillier. Um, that's a great deal. I think I might snatch that up. That's a great that's idea. But that's a good deal in the red. I like the red that they advertise store too. Like it looks good. Oh yeah, I bet it's a nice, thick, good hoodie too. Uh, yeah. 
looks good. The t-shirts are real good. So I'm excited to get this athletic t-shirt for Florida. You know, it's like the, it's like that fancy athletic, you know, real (laughs) sweat. What what is that? Wicking sweat, wicking t-shirt, whatever the heck that is. Uh Dry fit. That's what they call it. Dry fit. So I'm excited for that. That's cool. Anyway, get yourself one, you know, if you want to, if you want to help out the podcast, yeah, you can always throw a couple bucks our way. I think we're going to start, we're probably going to move this thing, uh, and start doing a little something different with the hosting and all that kind of stuff. We, we haven't liked the way that's been going lately, so we'll keep you updated on that. Um, yeah, we're doing the live streaming now, so we'll be putting the links out from, from this week forward on our social media so everybody can and do the live streaming. I think we got that uh figured out and so you know we're excited about that excited to have that uh corrected or whatnot so anyway i'm really excited about the way the podcast is going and the direction that it's going i think that you know i think it's 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 doing really well i can't believe we've had the listenership we've had lately even though we have been not on the platforms that we normally should be on because our host has made a mistake and not coded the RSS feed correctly. So right now we're not on like iTunes, Spotify. There's a few different ones we're not on right now. So that's why I'm thinking about moving this this whole thing. You know, you can't keep us. You can't do something simple like that. You know, it just, it's just kind of worrisome. You know, in the last host we had. You know, they went under, but we never had any kind of issue with them, ever. What a shame that they went under. They're, they're the ones that went under. Mm-hmm. They're the ones that were good. But I'm really excited about the direction of the podcast, too. we got football. Um, uh, we've got listeners. I'm, I appreciate all of the listeners. And that is, like Chad's saying, without a lot of these uh, ways to listen to us that are normal. Um. I'm excited that we're doing the live stream. We've got some video up there too, and um, our equipment's gotten better. It's a exciting time. Oh yeah, yeah. The live streaming is really cool. So you know, the, the thing about that, you can go back and listen to it in uh, YouTube if you want. Like if that's your thing, you don't want cool. you don't want to look at or listen to it in the podcast. But also, we're just going to take it, stuff it right into a podcast too, and send that out so you can get all those all those different options to listen to it. I can't wait to have a big win maybe this weekend or sometime soon beat Auburn, whatever it has to be, or both, whatever it has to be, and for us to come on here and just record the the hell out of a win, a win podcast, <laughs> and then watch it on the big screen, watch it on my YouTube on the on the big screen right after or a couple of days later, like next season or during the off season or something. It's like, wow, that was a good time when we when we beat Mississippi State by thirty. Yeah, I can't wait. I can't wait for everybody, all of our fans, all of our listeners, all of our loyal listeners who, you know, are really sticking by us, even though we're going through some, you know, some wild stuff right now. And uh, it, it's just really cool, man. It's really cool that, that we got support. I guess I guess you would call them super listeners, you know, I guess is what you'd call them. Uh, but, uh, you know, we got, we got I, I was looking at the numbers the other day and I was like, wow, this is this is crazy. This is crazy. And it's not even, and it's not even coming out right. You know, that's what, that's the crazy thing about it. So, 
anyway, we're just going to keep pushing forward. We're just going to keep trying to give you guys, you know, the best content we can. And uh, really, it's all about having fun together. So, you know, it's it's about time we start seeing some emails or some phone calls or whatever it is coming through. So we can start, you know, interjecting with the fans this year. Um, yeah, I know some of that. I know some of that hadn't been coming through because, you know, maybe not everybody's getting the the feed on their phone or whatnot. You know what I'm saying? But, uh, you know, I just, I just want to say, if you're listening, all you gotta do is go to the website, click the link and leave us a voicemail. We'll play it, send us an email, whatever it is, we'll read it. Yeah, please. Need some more interaction. Some, uh, it's not, Real live, like comment. That's that's good too. When we do this live stream, get everything figured out. But just give us some feedback or some questions or you know some thoughts and opinions from us on something. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, <clears throat> well, I can say undoubtedly, with the little bit a little bit of technical difficulty we had earlier today and all that, we have it figured out now. And the live stream is going to be, you know, working <clears throat> perfectly as we move forward. It's just a lot, you know. You got. You know, you got the uh, the mixer, so you got everything going through that. You got the new microphones, and you got the, you know, the EQ, and and then you're recording it, and then you're sending it out to the live stream, and you know, you, you got all that stuff going all at the same time, and it just, you know, one little thing goes wrong, right? And it affects it affects everything. So, but now that everything's set and we're good to go, as long as we don't touch it. I think, I think we're fine, right? So I'm, yeah. I'm going to rip the knobs off. I don't know if you guys used to listen to Magic 2, Magic 105.2 in Little Rock, Arkansas, where they'd say, tune it to Magic 105 and rip your knob off. <laughs> <laughs> that might be too old. That might be too old for some of these <laughs> folks. Some of these folks might not, they might not be able to handle that 90s type reference from Little Rock, Arkansas. But there's some folks out there that's going, I, I remember that. Oh, yeah. I forgot about that. That's awesome, Chad, man. Thanks for bringing it up. Yeah. That was always fun. You had old Tommy Smith and all that. and <laughs> They had Flash Me Fridays, which was a fun time. <laughs> <laughs> Things were the wild, wild west of the 90s compared to now. Man, it was fun. It was fun. <laughs> Good decade. It's different now. It's not nothing like it is now, man. Totally different situation. Yeah. I tell you, I don't know. You got to say, like, the presidential debate, man. That was crazy, dude. Like, that was the craziest thing I ever seen. Like, I'm just saying, Trump looked unhinged, honestly, in that debate. That was just wild. Oh man, yeah, he was. Uh, I don't know what I expected, but that was a wild. Yeah, he's he comes out of the gate and spits out his um. That's just some of the same things. Just socialist, <laughs> Pocahontas, just fake news or this and that. It's like, man, you gotta have a better repertoire. I'm and not gonna. Hey, bud. Yeah, I'm not gonna sit here and delve into it too much because this is a sports podcast, and you know everybody be like, "Oh, you shouldn't yeah, talk about politics and sports," answer. but. It was, it was, I think, I think it's just important. Anybody with any kind of a, 
uh, a followership to just say that wasn't normal, right? Like that wasn't normal. I, I don't think that was normal. So <laughs> that's all. That's all I got to say. It's a wild situation, guys. So vote for whoever you're going to vote for. Do whatever you're going to do. I, I suggest, you know, going for the most normal of the two out there. I like it. No. <laughs> well, I guess that's about all we got, man. That was good. That was good. But would be better with a win. Woo pig suey. Go hogs. They win.